we are going to explore today. Asking for what you want. How do you do it? When do you do it? Why haven't you been doing it? Let's go. You are listening to the Phenomenal Living Podcast, created to support you in making your boldest moves, meeting your wildest desires, living a life that inspires and being wildly abundant along the way. Expect insights, reminders and real life stories from like-minded souls who are embracing a life of transformation and endless possibility. It gets to be different now. Happy new episode, new name of the Phenomenal Living Podcast. I am your host, Laura Husson, and I am absolutely just alive with the energy of how this new year has been unfolding and how it feels to be coming through with this new expression of what feels just so, the word on my tongue is delicious. It feels divine to be really expanding into this gorgeous new voice that has found its way to me. And today I am fresh off a live stream in our brand new community channel. Now we are holding and hosting space in the Telegram app. If you do not have the Telegram app, then you can download it. And then you can go to totallylaura.com forward slash channel and follow that link. It will bring you straight into our community. You can click join and then you'll get all the updates. Now, what I'm loving so much about this, I, and I really, truly am, like I feel like it's where I'm hanging out with my friends. That's what it feels like. It feels so much more intimate than being in a huge anonymous Facebook group where sometimes we see things, sometimes we don't, sometimes we miss notifications, whatever else. It just all blends in, right? It's very anonymous. There's no intimacy at all. And actually, I will be completely honest by saying that now with over 2,000 people in there, the level of conversation that we can have is it's just not that deep, right? I'm when there are comments, I will come in and I'll just reply to the comments because it feels like something to do to tick off my to-do list. In this new channel where we are, which is named The Truth About Phenomenal Living, we are really exploring on a level, on a whole new level. I'm on my journey. I'm sharing my journey in there. I'm open for questions. And we just did a live stream. I'm going to aim to do those often, at least one a week. What I didn't know, I was unsure as to whether that live stream would be recorded or whether it would be gone. And so for future, I now know <laughs> when you do a live stream in Telegram, they don't save. So what that means is I feel like it was kind of the warm up to coming and recording this episode for you because I just went in there, had the conversation and now I'm like, oh, I'm just really excited to share this with you. So this week, I shared, or this weekend, I shared a post on Instagram and it was a reminder that you get to ask for what you want. The reminder was very specific. It was ask for what you want. Now, 
I have often been heard to say, and I do not know where this saying first came from. It wasn't mine. I've heard it somewhere. I don't know where. We teach what we most need to learn. And you can swap that out with we teach what we most need to be reminded of. We teach what we most need to embody. We teach what we most need to put into practice, whatever, whatever it is. The whole point is when we teach something, when we're being called to something, it's not just because we want to teach. It's because there's a deeper layer for us to sink into. Now, when I shared the message and the reminder yesterday that ask for what you want, I was like, oh, and I wrote on there. I wrote the message in a caption that said, your unmet needs are a direct reflection of the place where you're being shown what you get to ask for right now. In fact, I can read it directly to you. It said, an unmet need is a direct reflection on where you're being shown what you get to ask for right now. And as I wrote that, it just flowed out. I just let it flow out and I didn't judge it. didn't look at it. I didn't go anywhere with it. I just let it come. And it was only once people started messaging me in response to that post. And that sentence was the piece that had really struck a chord for people. And when somebody else wrote in the comments and paraphrased that sentence, I read it differently. I saw it through different eyes and I was like, oh, yes, an unmet need. I was like, right, where are my unmet needs right now? And I recognized that sometimes our unmet needs are really easy. We're like, oh, yeah, I'm hungry. Okay, unmet need. What do I need to do? I get to ask for food. Right, maybe I'm asking myself. Maybe I'm asking to order something. Maybe I'm asking somebody else, you know, whatever it is. The ask is basically the thing that gets to be actioned. And so, and it doesn't have to be, I want to really clarify as well, that when when I say ask, it's not necessarily in the form of a question. It could be in the form of just expressing something, right? Speaking something, acting on something. So for me, I was recognizing that the unmet needs I have been giving attention to this year were that I'm pausing just because I'm trying to recall which episode I discussed this on and I can't remember I cannot remember perhaps you know there was an episode before where I shared that I had previously always gone for weekly blow dries at the salon and that I remembered one afternoon going to pick my daughter up from school and one of the other mums saying to me, oh, your hair looks amazing. Have you just had it cut? And I was like, no, I just went to the salon to get a blow dry. And the she just could not fathom. It was like, wait, what? You just went to the salon just for a wash and blow dry? I was like, yes, I do it every week. But at the time, I didn't sound that confident about it. I didn't really own it. At the time, I was actually mortified. I felt like, oh my gosh, they're judging me. What will they say about me? They were laughing at me. They must think this about me. I was embarrassed. Real deep shame, fear of judgment. All of that was coming up. Now for me this year, as we came into the new year, I was like, do you know what I really do desire? Is I desire to return to having a weekly blow dry. And so I started booking them all in. It's like, wait, what's my ask? My ask is that an action? And so I'm going to go, I'm going to call the salon and I'm going to schedule them in as far out as I can. And so I've done that. Now, the next level in there for me is, okay, if I have a blow dry every week, lucky for me, I have this super thick hair 
and it doesn't get oily. And so I can last, my blow dryer can last pretty much to the end of the week, ready to go again, especially with some dry shampoo. Praise be. <laughs> um, I, can, I can make it stretch. Now, this week, I had a blow dryer on the Monday. I was going out for dinner on Saturday and I was like, do you know what I desire? I desire another blow dry. I recognize that I have zero desire to not to wash my own hair. I'm happy to wash it, but I have no desire to dry it and style it. Zero desire for that. That is not alive in me. It feels heavy, feels exhausting, feels like it takes a long time. I am more than happy to pay somebody and tip them to take care of that for me so that I don't have to think about it or give it any energy. If I had needed to style and dry my own hair on Saturday, I would have deferred it for so long. I've been like, oh, I've got to do my hair later. It would have really put a downer on the whole thing of being excited about going out for the dinner. And I was excited to go for the dinner. And I did go for the blow dry and everything was amazing. <laughs> now, in that, I recognize that I am in a place in my life right now of incredible privilege, incredible levels of privilege. And I am acutely aware of that. Now, does it serve anyone for me to feel guilty that I have that privilege in my life? And there are many layers to it. It does not, right? Spoiler alert, no, it doesn't serve anybody for me to feel guilty that I have privilege. What serves people is for me to be aware of that privilege and use it to help others who have less of that. Okay. Now I speak to that because I know that one of the deepest things that holds us back from actually asking for what we want, for speaking what we want, from expressing our desires is the feeling of guilt that what will people think of us? Much as I did when I had a weekly blow dry. I felt bad for that. I say had in past tense. I meant last time. <laughs> they, they disappeared for me over lockdowns and all the rest of the things. And now they're back. So that was the first level. Now, this morning, after the awareness of people reflecting back to me, my quote around the unmet needs being a reflection on where you're being shown what you get to ask for right now, I was like, oh, there's a new layer for me here. There is a new layer. And the new layer is that the uh, some other thing that feels kind of like it takes up a lot of energy and headspace in our lives right now is dinner plans. Dinner plans for the family. Like, what are we going to cook? What What's for dinner? The dreaded question. What's for dinner? Now, in my dreamiest of desires, it's like, okay, well, if that's the reality, if that's how you feel, what gets to happen here? What gets to shift? Like, well, oh my gosh, in my dream life. And we were talking about it because um, the friends we were with this morning had been watching a show where these families had been like having all this different support, like chefs and cleaners and all the things. And I was like, oh, interesting. And they were like, wow, it was just like next level. And I'm like, gosh, do you know what? I am not even ashamed to say I would absolutely love to have a chef. And we kind of tapped into that conversation. And on the way home, Chris and I were talking. I was like, I really do desire somebody, whether it's a chef, whatever that role would be called. I really do desire that. Right. And I really do get to express that. I really do get to open up to being supported in that way. I would love somebody to come into my home every day or however often they need to prep plan for us, plan a menu, source the ingredients, prep things and leave us just whatever instructions we need to finish it all and get it all together and on plates and have a lovely dinner together. Because I appreciate the experience of food. 
I appreciate, I am also, I am happy to actually cook. The piece I don't appreciate is the planning what we're going to eat, the sourcing of the ingredients, the peeling, the chopping, the putting things, you know, getting organized. I don't love any of that. And it's okay. You know, it's okay that I don't love it. And so today I recognized a story that was playing out. Now I live on a really small island off the south coast of the UK and our population is small. And so I remember I asked for this several years ago and there was no, I didn't get anywhere with it. Now at that time, to be fair, the role was quite different for what I had kind of put out there that I was open for somebody supporting me with. This time I'm really specific. And so today my action gets to be, do you know what? I desire this. And so I can update that in places like on my social media and I can ask for local friends to help. Maybe they know somebody. Maybe they know somebody who might know people. They can tag people. They can share my post. It's starting the ball rolling towards being available for a solution to my desires. Now, this led on to another question and a question that came in the comments to one of my posts was, how do you ask for what you want from a place of abundance rather than scarcity or lack? And this is what we were just getting really deeply into on the Telegram. And it was so lovely. What I love about that as well is that while I was live, people could speak, people could comment, people could all the things. But because it was on a mobile rather than um, like on a Facebook app or what have you, it felt really good to have that clarity around like where I'm showing up, how I'm being like that people could move around, multitask while they were listening to me. It feels so much more intimate. I just completely lost my train of thought there, didn't I? (laughs) In the moment. And then I was like, ooh. So let me get back to the case in point. The question was, um, how do we ask for what we want from a place of abundance rather than scarcity or lack? Now, the way that I describe this is that there's a very distinct difference and I'm going to showcase it for you as clearly as I can. When I decide that I want something, naturally, I start to notice the absence of it until I have it, until I have the thing. All right, and, and you can see this even with like material things. Like if you decide you want a new pair of shoes or whatever it is, whatever the material thing is that we've lived our whole life perfectly fine without, but then we get it in our minds that we want this thing. And then it just becomes this thing that we're like, oh, well, how can I live my life without that now? We start to really notice the absence of the thing that we have become aware that we desire. Now we have choices here in the energy in which we approach this with. And while neither of those choices is wrong, good, bad, indifferent, whatever, one is more supportive than the other. So to give you the example, let's use money as the example. All right. I, we were just talking through this through on um, Telegram because I love talking about money and money is just such a powerful example. So in the absence of, or in the recognition, here's, here's the process. In the recognizing, I desire a certain amount of money. Or maybe it's just some money, right? But maybe it's a certain amount. And I'm just going to say 500 pounds. Or if you work in dollars, you can say $500, whichever works for you. Let's just imagine it's 500 pounds. And let's imagine that it's to pay a specific bill or a specific thing. And we need that money. If 
to tap into this, you can insert any number that feels good to you, right? 5,000, 5 million, five whatever, doesn't matter. And it doesn't have to be five either. But just an arbitrary number, I'm going to use 500 pounds. If I decide, well, okay, I really need 500 pounds. The language of that is true. I need 500 pounds because I have a bill that is 500 pounds and I currently do not have the 500 pounds available to me. And so I need it, right? It's all correct, all true, if it's true. (laughs) And in that energy of I need it, I am making myself powerless from moving towards it. Now, alternatively, we could express it as I desire to receive an additional 500 pounds. Even as I say that, and I've been very careful not to emphasize my tone of voice or anything too much, but even as I say that, even as I speak those words, and this is only an example, I feel the difference in the resonance in my body. My body feels different when I say, I desire rather than I need. I need feels fearful. It feels lack. It feels like a reminder of, oh, this is the thing I need. I need this. And we start to believe over time that when we need something that we feel incomplete without it. We feel not enough without it. So instead, we get to play and tap into the energy of, I desire it. And I desire it just because I desire it. I don't have to justify why I desire it or why I'm allowed to desire it. Now, if I go back to the blow dries, the weekly blow dries, my life will go on if I have my hair blow dried or not, right? Like it's not life or death scenario here. It's a blow dry. And the same applies. If I start to tell myself I need a blow dry, I could have spent Saturday really obsessing over, oh my gosh, I haven't got a blow dry booked in and I really need a blow dry. I can't possibly go out with my hair like this. Now that was absolutely not the vibe. I was like, oh, do you know what? I desire a blow dry. Now it just happened that because I desired it and because I acknowledged that desire and because instead of tapping into, oh, I really need it and making it become a thing that was a problem, I started to get resourceful and I was like, oh, well, I could have told myself, well, you know, the salon is booked out for months and so there's no, I'm never going to be able to get one. Instead, I didn't have that conversation in my mind. I just picked up the phone, called the salon and they had a cancellation that was the perfect time, the perfect amount of time, the perfect appointment length. And I was able to go and make it happen. Now, so you could use this in any example, but the truth is, that when you start to tap into, well, I desire this, the energy of it is completely different to, I need this, this must happen. It can still be true. And I, I've shared here before, I've been in those situations where it's really true that I would need to make a certain amount of money to pay my rent. Like, right, I could be in a, a certain point in time where it's like, there is not enough money here to pay the rent. I do need it. It's true. And I still have the choice in that moment to instead tap into the energy of, I desire to receive easily in flow 
the perfect amount of money to pay my rent and more maybe. It doesn't change my reality. It doesn't change my circumstances. But can you feel, as I use those words, how it changes the vibration that I am in? It changes what I believe around whether this is hard or easy, whether I believe this is possible or not. I stop pushing things away. Now, when I express things, my desires in a place of literally that, I desire this, I start to feel like, whoa, well, I wonder. I become curious. Well, I wonder how many different ways this could be possible. I wonder how it's going to show up. I wonder when and where it's going to show up. I stay expectant and curious instead of, oh, what if it, what if, what if, what if, right? That um, catastrophizing, which, hello, hands up. I have been there many times and I've been there very recently as well. So as I share all this with you, again, we teach what we need to learn. This is me reminding myself as much as me reminding you. I am completely available for the beautiful flowy feeling of I desire this and staying open to, wow, now it gets to feel fun because it's almost like being on this treasure hunt of when is the magic going to show up and what's it going to look like and what else might be possible. Now, when you're in that energy, what happens is that inspiration plays its part your intuition speaks loudly and you're open to receiving those messages. You feel in your body, oh, maybe I've just had this, I don't know where this came from, but I've just had this random idea to go and fill in the blank, whatever it is. And perhaps that leads to a conversation with somebody you wouldn't have met otherwise. And so the dominoes begin to tip over. Everything stacks up and all of a sudden, oh my goodness, here's the 500 pounds. Oh my goodness, here's 700 pounds, right? Because we believe in more than enough. You don't have to only ever just have enough. You get to have and speak your desires. Now we're very conditioned into desiring and allowing ourselves to desire what we believe is possible for us. So perhaps I've used money and I realize that's quite a, it's quite a brave, bold topic to go into this with, because when you do not see that money in your possession in this moment, and it's something like putting food on the table or paying your rent, that's a real fear, right? That's a very real fear that you feel feel in your body. And it's as true with any any topic at all. Now it could be to do, it doesn't even have to do with um, buying something or receiving something material. It could be to do with a feeling. Well, I desire to feel this. Okay, great. How might this be possible? Show me inspire me, move me. Let's see what's possible, when and how. How much of this can I receive? Now, I would invite you to check in with your body here. When we talk about desire, my whole voice sounds different. Even when I say the word desire, it has this indulgent quality around it, the word. The tone of my voice changes, right? Desire. Yes, it feels sexy. It feels like mysterious. It feels like something that we're like, I want to be around that. And it can be extremely confronting when you have done a really good job for a really long time of brushing your desires aside because you don't believe you deserve them. 
or you believe you have to do something in order to be allowed to have them. Or you have shame around your desires. Like, who am I to want this? Okay, instead, what I'd invite you to do is really spend time, even if you're not sharing with anyone, you can definitely share with us. Come on over totallylaura.com forward slash channel. Come and join us in the Telegram channel because I'm really inviting this conversation to happen here. Bring your desires in front of you. Gather them close. Get really familiar with them. Get intimate with them. What are they? Start to play with them. Experiment. What if this could be possible? What if this thing could show up in ways that I couldn't even fathom right now? Allow it to be. Play with it. Revel in it. Now, this can be a slow process for you if you need to slow it down. You get to go at the pace that feels right for you. If you have spent a long time numbing them out, it can be as simple as starting with, well, how do I know when I desire something? And am I saying I desire this because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to desire or do I really desire it? What happens in my body when I, when I really tap into something that I do desire? Where do I feel that? What does it feel like? Can I name that sensation? How will it feel when it comes to, comes to life? When it's really materialized, how will that feel? And start to play with just the noticing, the noticing of like, oh, wow, that's what it feels like to remember what my desire is. Oh, yeah, that feels true. This feels a bit more true. And I get to play in the energy of I desire this. Now let's have fun with seeing where it shows up, where the clues are, how my inspiration comes to play this crucial step in allowing it to come into my reality. I'm rubbing my hands together. I'm literally rubbing my palms together with like, ooh, I know that this is an episode that some of you will just go, okay, nice, thanks. Now the invitation is here for you to say, oh, that was nice, thanks. And hmm, what do I desire? And you can play with this, right? You can spend time by yourself. You can spend time with a journal, writing out, I desire, I desire, I desire. When's the last time I really acknowledged my desires? When did I start telling myself that there's no point in desiring things because it ends in disappointment? Where did I start telling myself that it's not good to desire things? Right, the societal pressure to conform, to be good, to only have enough. Where am I doing that? Where am I limiting myself right now? And what, how does it get to be different instead? Now, I would love to hear your light bulbs from this. I know there will be plenty. So please, please, please come and join us, totallylaura.com forward slash channel. If you're not already in there, where are you? <laughs> we are waiting for you. This is definitely the new hub of a deeper conversation and we're right at the beginning right this is a whole new vibe that is coming through and i'm thrilled that you're here for it so it really does get to be different now i will see you in the new channel and i'll speak to you next time i so appreciate spending time with your ears today <laughs> if you're not already come and follow me on instagram let's be friends you can find me at totally laura where i share behind the scenes latest updates and freebies as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast i'll be waiting for you in the dms <laughs>